grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, namaste everyone. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet. I'm an Avesa quantum healer, medical intuitive, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your host today for Oneness Talk Radio, Light Laughter and Lattes. So welcome everyone. If you are listening via Oneness Talk Radio Facebook or YouTube, Um, Jump in the chat and say hi. I have a fabulous guest today, so you may want to ask him some questions or just jump in and show your love. You're all so great about that. And if you happen to be listening via podcast on Spotify or one of the other outlets, you know, come on over to um, Oneness Talk Radio, Facebook or YouTube on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific time and catch the show live And join the chat. It's so much fun to have a live interactive show. Okay, so with that being said, our topic today, joyfully living your God self. Who doesn't want to do that, right? Um, This is such a great journey of our spirit in our physical bodies and trying to navigate life, remembering our spirit and navigating these physical forms. And a great way to do that is through the the world of energy medicine and medical, being a medical intuitive. And so I'm so happy to introduce my my guest today because he does just that. He does um, similar what I do, but he has brought this into the medical profession and even started out as a medical doctor and incorporated this this medical intuition gift along with that. And so I I would like to introduce Dr. Paul Hanna. And at the age of 12, while walking in the woods, Paul had his first mystical experience. Four words were spoken to him from a voice beyond his own. And they were aspire, detach, wisdom, and love. And they became his credo, always aspire to be better detachfully observed rather than become entangled or invested in an outcome and from material things. Seek wisdom always and live with unconditional love for oneself and for all. Dr. Paul Hanna has committed his life to helping, healing, educating, and inspiring people to wholeness and self-love. And while he's followed many paths to get there, he has always stayed the course. So despite much racism and discouragement directed toward him as an African-American man, he began his relentless pursuit towards his goals, first getting his undergraduate degree from Chicago State University, then a master's from Illinois Institute of Technology, and ultimately entering the prestigious Rush University Medical College, where he became a doctor six months ahead of his classmates. But parallel to his medical career, something else was happening, which was in many ways accountable for his extraordinarily fast rise in the healthcare world. Through his many years of personal devotion to martial arts and meditation, 
he honed that skill to tune into that other voice. Don't we all want to tune into that other voice, right? That other dimension beyond, which he first experienced at 12. He began to see people's energetic bodies and diagnose their ailments on an energetic level, using not just allopathic medicine, but his intuitive wisdom. People healed even the most challenging illnesses rapidly. He began using the power of love to heal. So I would like to welcome in Dr. Paul Hanna. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Absolutely. I am so happy to have you here. And and Dr. Hannah and I were just laughing because we're both intuitives. And so I, I have to confess, when I pulled up your photo the other day to, to make the little um, 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 event up on YouTube and Facebook, I was in tears when I connected with your eyes. <laughs> yes. As I said, you asked me that I have any questions. You said, no, I already read your face already. <laughs> so I don't have any questions. It was funny. <laughs> so so this is what happens when two intuitives meet. They they check each other out intuitively. <laughs> so, so please, you know, tell, tell, I think your background is so important, you know, and I loved reading the piece about you heard these words about inspire and detach, because I can remember back some of the first words that I heard when I was first waking up was no one let go, no one let go, which is this very this very much the same as detach. It is very same, yes. <laughs> and so it seems like many of us have this um, these voices when we're younger, and then we kind of lose our way along the, the path, and then we come back to that again. We gravitate back to it, and either we embrace it or we don't. And you embraced it. So pl- please share a little bit about your background and, wh- and how you got here. Uh, let's start with hearing the voice. I heard the voice, you know, and like... Um... I mean, it's very strange. You walk in these things, what it's coming from, and you fall down. It's kind of like tears. You hear these things about aspire. Wow, aspire, detach, wisdom, love. And that's very powerful for me. And uh, I left home because I was aspiring to be more independent myself. I would live with my grandparents. So I said, no, I'm going to take care and get my first job. And so I moved to Chicago to be with my mother. From there, those things were very powerful and directed me beyond the chaos, you have to aspire to something within you. That's something that transcends the physical body. That's something that's very, very deep. You got to have the courage, the confidence to stay with that. You have to detach from the, all the worldly stimulation that goes around you. Because if you get very get caught up to that, if you get caught up to that, you get swayed into the, the mainstream. And you get what I call the they conformity, conform, people conform. They conform to things that's really not their realness. When you conform to something that's your real, you have problems. And those problems stagnate you. When you get stagnation, you have illness that goes in, that limits you. So you have to stay to those things, aspire and detach. Can you be among this? All your friends, associates, and family, whoever it might be, is pulling you to do this. Can you do you have the strength to say for that? And that was a big test for me because it's all around you. Everybody's doing it. And that's when I met one of my, my teachers when I was eight, 21. 
And he kind of guided me, my first true metaphysical teacher, Dr. Barry. And he talked about, you must individualize, son. So what do individualize mean? You must have the courage to be who you are, detached. And I tell people, when I'm talking to people, I said, no one's like you. You're a special person. You have your own gifts. You have your gifts. No one has your thumbprint. So have the courage to individualize. So that means you got to detach from all these things around you. And within that, as far as detachment, get this wisdom from living life. That wisdom must be motivated by love and truth at all times. Otherwise, you get caught up. You get caught up in all the ism, the sexism, the racism, politicism, all that. You get, it's just, uh, it is the delusion of separation from you. So when you keep yourself aspiring, detaching with willingness and love, it guides you to a whole lot of booby traps. I call them booby traps out there. They can get caught up in it. So they're out there. They're waiting to, if you get stepped into it. If you want to be following the Joneses, you're going to get caught. But do you have the courage to individualize? You can only harmonize when you know who truly you are. Do you know who you are? Be willing to look at you and become who you really are. But so many people that I say we conform to the mainstream, we conform to our family, our friends. But is this really you? Does that conformity include what I call the sunshine love? So what is sunshine love? The sunshine love is a very powerful, dynamic power force from the sun that it shines and it illuminates all racism, sexism, all things because the sun shines. It doesn't care about it. It just shines the energy. So I ask people, can you, do you have that kind of energy, you know, the sunshine love, to transcend that? They keep on having that courage to individualize, to harmonize to who you are. And I encourage people to have the sunshine love. Sunshine love is a powerful dynamic energy because we all get our energy from the sun. Can you have that sunshine love in your own heart? Those space are very powerful things that have been pushing me through all of these, what I call these conformity, this booby called booby traps, I call them out here, you know? Then when you have the courage to do that, you begin to wake up something deep inside of you. When you wake that up, you find your own happiness. Because no one, no one is responsible for your happiness. The question is, in this society, we look out for people to make us happy. No, 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 you're responsible for that. When you learn how to make yourself happy, then you can like joyfully create things with other people. You begin to have that joyful love inside, that caring, that transcend everything, because it's a joy to be present. It's a joy to be able to share. It's a joy to have that energy of a continuous sunshine love individualized through you to someone else. You must have that energy. You know, I got this thing now, it's called like, um, you must shine, glow, flow. What does that mean, shine, glow, flow? As I said, you shine like the sun, you glow like the moon, and flow like water. But how do you glow like the moon? You must look at all your bodies, your individual body, I mean, your physical body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, all those bodies must be looked at. If you don't harmonize those and don't get attached to your physical body, your intellectual body, whatever it might be, you must balance that, then you begin to glow. I'm still the same theme of individualize because when you individualize who you are, they are those bodies, that, they are balanced, you know. So you can shine like the sun, glow like the moon, and flow like water. 
Florida warriors having that, they know who you are, but you have the love and the flexibility. Don't intuit, get along with anybody. You can't do that. Then what's going on? So I'm talking about <laughs> aspired attachment with love, shine with flaw. Those things that got me through medical school, going to University of Berkeley for medical, I mean, acupuncture for physician, going to Nanjing University studying acupuncture. In the meantime, I'm always cultivating my inner, my inner self. I'm cultivating having an own, own present of looking at myself between my divine self and my ego self. And when I got in contact with that, it's kind of like you can flow. Flowing. I'm saying flowing because I also like Tai Chi Chuan. And tai Chi Chuan is about flowing, you know. And like, and to get to that, you got to flow. So you can flow like water, one of the most powerful energies, <laughs> divine energies, water. So can you be like water? Water is also flowing. It doesn't look for opposition. It just flows around things. And also, it's always very inclusive, like love, you know. It's very inclusive, like love. But it's also so humble. It flows down. It don't kind of go up. <laughs> and the more I know, the more humble I become, you know, the more I realize I don't know. I had to wake up to remember those things that I forgot in previous lifetimes, you know. <laughs> I had to wake up to remember those things. And I tell people, remember, like my title of my book, you know. I don't know if I can teach anybody anything. I feel I can be a catalyst to wake you up to who you are inside. So I'm about being a divine catalyst with the sunshine love. I'm about making that frequency flows that way. And I think when everyone wake up to the individuals with sunshine love, we're in a better place as a, as a planet, as a race, as a people. Because we're shining, we're glowing and flowing. Based on all uniqueness. I had a, another interview last week and I talked about out of the 8 billion or 9 billion people have on this planet, no one have your thumbprint. No one have your thumbprint. Do you have the courage to show your thumbprint, to show your gift? That's called individualize. <laughs> so I believe when you individualize, you can harmonize. Otherwise, it kind of jive, you know. <laughs> this is totally jive, you know. And I, I'm a very direct. So like, when the love pours out of me, and I look for the love in other people, it brings up more compassion, you know. You know, in the martial art world, you first learned as a rookie, as a beginner, even get a black belt. How can you hurt people? That is the that's the low level, the very low level, you know, because the first H can you hurt, the second H can you help, the third one can you heal, the fourth H can you harmonize. I'm about harmonizing within and out. So that's why people see me; they don't know I do anything because I'm always smiling. <laughs> but you know, got to a point. I don't want to hurt anybody. Because whatever you, if we understand energy, the law of energy, whatever you do, you do to yourself. Mm-hmm. So you send love, you send compassion, you send joyfulness and kindness, you send power and wisdom. Yeah. So in essence, uh, those things from when I was 12 to individual with Dr. Berry have been very powerful to help me to separate the divine mind and the ego mind. And being into the divine mind, I connect with people, a lot of people, and all over the planet, because this is one love, one source, one energy, and I vibrate to this one. Yes, 
<laughs> that's why it is right now. Thanks for letting me talk there. You know, I was going to talk there, you know. No, no, that's great. Um, and, and you brought up lots of points, the, the ego, the ego and your divine self. I mean, that's a constant, con- the more I say yes to my truth of who I am, and you call that individualizing, right? Yes. Or else it's actually a move towards oneness. Yes. You're becoming more of who you really are, but yes, you're an individual in that expressing that piece of oneness. Um, is The more I say yes, the more I have to work with the ego and relax it even more and even more because the ego doesn't like <laughs> the, the power of the soul. It doesn't want to bow down to that. It likes to be in control and, and it has no dominion over the soul. So um that that's a, a constant a constant thing that i'm having i keep in check you know daily to um to make sure that i i have a good healthy balance there <laughs> you know it's a very very thing you know it's like being present being present with yourself mm-hmm. being present with yourself then making a conscious choice and how do you do that so what's the number one priority in the physical world right now? The number one priority is your breath. Without being the breath, you're going to the spirit world, you know. So within the breath, <laughs> you can put your thought. Now, where are you going to focus that thought? Divine or ego? It's a constant choice. And when you make that choice, it's an ever-present state of present. What choice are you making right now? Is it inclusive or exclusive? Is it select? Look around you. What do you see? Who do you see? Is isolating or integrating? We all create our own reality by our own thoughts and beliefs and feelings, as you know. So have an ever-present state of heart there and make sure you're pure. You have the purification, unification, bringing that harmonization. But it's, it's always stop the present. Your present breath, your present thought. What are you doing? What are you creating? Because whatever you do, you do to you. It doesn't come happen by accident. It's, it is what you did, you know. If you look at where did this come from, you say, oh, when did I create that? Well, the energy doesn't lie. And it's always turning back to its source, you know. It's turning back to source. So I ask people, how are you breathing? What are you thinking? And what are you sending out? Mm-hmm. What are you sending out? Are you sending out love, breaking into harmony? Are you sticking out BS, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? And I say, like, like... If you really, really, really like yourself, you should not purity in love. If you've like off into the ego world, you see not a different thing. You shouldn't like delusion or separatism. It might bring some short-term gratification. But long-term long-term headaches, you know. And so that's what it turns of that. Right. And and much of what what's being sent out is the subconscious or the aspects of us that haven't been healed that we're not even aware of that are going out into the world. And that's where the medical intuitive piece is so key because someone like you can actually pick up those subconscious unhealed aspects and help a person become conscious of them. Um, And, and I know Share a little bit of someone who might be watching this, who's maybe, well, I'm angry and I've had a really hard life because that's been many people's paths to have a really hard life and try to get through it. And so how do they transcend that anger or the judgment or the pain into that sunshine love? Well, I think the first thing is being having awareness 
awareness that they are the creator without judgment. Awareness that you are the creator without judgment. And there's many ways to, to spin this. You say the harder the test in this earth school, that means more prepared you are to go to a higher level. Or you can look at it like a victim. It's your choice, your perception. So perception is, I say, be aware, have the courage to be honest. What are you doing? And have the, you know, knowing that you are part of something that's whole. That's one love, one energy. And decide to connect with that. And the first thing is awareness, though. The second one is honesty. A lot of people are not honest with themselves. They always look out. And I tell people the quick way to tell if you're adolescent or you're adult, what's the big difference? Speaking psychologically or emotionally or whatever you want to say is, our adolescents are always looking out blaming somebody else. Always blaming outside. I mean, adult is always taking responsibility. So in a relationship with chaotic harmony, what part do you bring to this chaos? What part do you bring to the harmony? No relationship started in a, in, a, in a vacuum, you know. So I would say honesty is a big thing. Courage to the next one. Realize that, that we are part of the one source. And based on our thought, we create our own reality. Mm-hmm. Also realize we are in earth school. We don't have to learn lessons. And as we learn our lessons, we graduate to a different level. If you start angry, are you doing the best you know about what you know? If you're not doing the best you know about what you know, you get more frustrated because you're looking outside for a resolution, but really inside. Right. And if someone comes to me just like that, I can look at them when they come in based on their color, not racial color, the energetic color. If they're green, you know, I know they're pissed off. I know they live with their they liver, you know, it's overacting, liver control anger. So the question, what are you really angry about? I start analyzing that. Without judging them, we can deepen deeper to get to the roots that, you know what? You are now being tested. You're qualified. You're here to see me. There's a reason. There's no accident why you see me. We can help work through this, this issue or this passion. I call it <laughs> reverse passion, anger and love. Get this reverse passion going. How do we turn it back around to the, so you take the responsibility to go higher? and transcend, and graduate from the situation. When you graduate from something, you don't have to repeat it. I tell some people who graduated from college, I say, let's go back to high school. They look at me and like, what's wrong with you, Doc? I said, let's go back and repeat it. I graduated. That's, all. That's what I want you to hear. When you graduate, it's time you let it go, right? We're going to graduate from the anger. We're going to use this anger. We're going to stop looking at the negative, but it's the positive. We're going to change the concept of it. What is it doing? It's the energy. It could be transformed based on what? Your thought and your breath. In this three three dimensions plane we are on, everything is scale up and down, good and bad. So so I said, you know what? As a divine warrior, divine person, you look at everything to transform to its oneness. And when you do that, everything becomes a lesson and a blessing, gratitude. You said, but then all of a sudden life's changed then. You know, it's just a lesson, man. You want to graduate from this lesson? Let's look at it. How can we move forward? But if you want to be a victim, you can always be something outside. Let's go in and say you are very powerful. You have your own unique thumbprint. Let's connect with your thumbprint and transform whatever trauma you might be going through. It's all about transformation, going back to unification harmonization. Then I have in, that's what I want to say to you on that particular thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> I'm curious, did your ability to see energy, this happen while you were a practicing doctor? 
it happened, and like I said, uh, really, this comes from, as I said, as a gift you already have. It's more, it became more uh, in tune when I did more of my spiritual qigong. I teach spiritual qigong. I teach tai, chun, uh, tai chi meditation. It got more clear when I saw it that way, more mm-hmm. clear. You can look at people who have liver problem, kidney problem, lung problems. They can look and and I know who's going to hormonal problems. I can look and tell what's going on that way. Just by, I call it nature's handwriting. That's why I call it nature's handwriting. It's right there. Mm-hmm. So when when you were able to hone this ability in and add it to your allopathic medicine, um, how I, I'm curious how the doctors and others around you how, how they saw what you did they were they aware that you were um, doing something a little different than they were that you had additional gifts added to your toolbox? Uh, they just saw that the patient load was different because people wanted to see me. Uh, but people are still physicians are still called on the third chakra. They, uh, they, they still want to operate because they want someone to come to them. And I'm saying, no, I don't want people to come to me. I want to wake you up inside. You take to yourself. Yeah. It's a different paradigm. You know, I say, wait a minute, because these people are getting super rich. Everybody coming to come. So many patients want to be on the below the third chakra. Someone take care of me. Right. And I said, no, no, no. I'm looking for someone in the fourth chakra. So I'm willing to take care of myself. That's why this new medicine, that a lot of females, especially particularly a lot of young people, are standing say, I want to learn how to take care of myself. What is the best I can heal myself? I can realign myself. And I think there's a big need for that yes. because no one needs to be dependent on anyone like that. Just teach people how to prevent diseases. They can align themselves. Then you don't need all of this. So I'm looking for people to go inside, align with the divine. And everything is fine. Those kind of things, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about because <laughs> I'm with that. Uh, because I got a lot of people right now. It's like, it's, <laughs> I tell people, you have a choice, a free will and choice. So make a choice. I'm about helping you. If you need a lot of allopathic medicine, a lot of chemicals, then I'm not the one for you. But I can refer you to somebody that can help you. Help you stay dependent on this situation. <laughs> but if you're willing to go in and work, we can find, I'm not even, I'm just a, a catalyst for you. You to align to your divine self and all type of things happen in a positive way for you. That means you got to have to be able to detach from your food. You're not, you don't need to be eating. Do some exercise you don't want to do. Take some place you don't want to think. So those two things, your, think, your thought process, what you put in, what you do, affects your health. Are you willing to invest in you? The way you think, the way you breathe, what you drink, what you eat. Are you willing? So the biggest thing is, do you have a will to change beyond this out here? Are you too addicted to the sensation? I mean, you've got a lot of things. The foods is like crazy good to a lot of people. They're not willing to change, but the diabetes got high. Mm-hmm. They're eating this, which is causing cancer. There's no one that causes this. I said, okay, that's a personal choice. Maybe you need to do that for a while. When you get ready to change internally, I'm here to help you. I'm not qualified to judge them, but I'm here when you get ready. Because change is based on someone's own will as one choice. You got to be there with a non-judgment attitude. You're wrong. No, none of that's good for you. That's not sunshine love. That's not water love. I'm here. I can flow with you. I can shine with you. I can glow with you when you're ready. But in the meantime, you have to have a burning desire. Your desire must be so burning, it transcends what your family say, your race say, your mate say. It doesn't matter who said it. You have to turn it. You want to change, take care of control of you. really doesn't matter. What matters is you. You and your breath. You and your thoughts. When you do that, 
you get real help. You get invisible helpers to help you, invisible energy to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I, I've been a receiver of that invisible energy over and over and over again. And it's tangible and real, and it works better than anything I've ever <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, so you, you, you say you use love to heal. So yes. how, how, how do you use love to heal? You have someone that's maybe coming to see you and has a cancer or something. How, how are you using love with them to help heal? Well, oh, we don't. I think that the first thing is we got to look at, um, can I accept them personally? Can I accept them? And that is the unconditional love, accepted them. Okay. And I help them to work through their challenge, their spiritual lesson, their physical lesson. And what is that challenge? What is that challenge? Again, it's the love energy. What is it? Are they willing to have the love and the courage to go inside to realign that? Because we got to realign all of that toxic energy inside because toxic energy is causing the stagnation. Mm-hmm. Stagnation causes the inflammation. Inflammation causes abnormal cells. So what are the thoughts that thought that you have that you haven't revealed to yourself or to somebody else that's causing this? So the love energy can help transform and neutralize a lot of things on that order. Okay. I say I really read alignment because it's up to them with their constant thought. They thought with the divine. And then what are they doing to bring out this physical body back to its radiant balance? So it starts with the love. It starts with their lesson. Are they willing to go inside? Well, that's what I'm doing. We change that. We come that part. So many people is still outside on the third dimension, on the third chakra, I'm calling it, because they still look for something outside, which can be beneficial, but the primary healing is inside with you and your divine. Stay with that. There's some things that happen that medicine doesn't know anything about why we have these miracles. It's a realignment issue. Right. It's a realignment. Right. No, people don't want to look inside. That's why all the distraction, you know, with the phones and and whatever, because if the distraction wasn't there, people would be forced to be present with themselves. And then that's the first step of looking at yourself yeah. is actually being present with yourself. And to go beyond that is to have to really love yourself. To, to, to And so then you got to start looking at the stuff that you've spent a lot of time hiding because it was so hurtful or painful or, or whatever. And those are the goodies that get trapped. <laughs> it is totally correct. Totally, totally correct. And that's why it's, t- it's take real, real courage and honesty to be an onlooker to your, to your different bodies. Some people in this country, this body, your intellectual might be, oh, that's great. Okay, it is. In place it is, in balance it is, or your spiritual body, your physical body. No, they're all important. If you attach to one over the other one, there's an imbalance in that body that can cause abnormal cells as well. Balance is a key issue. What's the balance you have? But the courage to look in, the honesty, and looking at it, that the, the desire to realign with the divine, with the, with the divine I think it's very important to learn the, I call it the realigning process. Mm-hmm. I don't use other words. That's why I use it. Yeah, balance is super important and <laughs> really necessary now in the world because time seems to be speeding up, um, so which makes it a lot more challenging to stay in balance. What would be your top, 
your top keys for, for people who are seeking more balance in their life? I start with gratitude and being grateful for their breath first. Mm. You got to start with gratitude and being breath, being very grateful for your breath. Why breath? Because that's what keeps us in the physical planet right now, your physical body. Start with that is, I say, what is your thought? What are you thinking about? Your thought creates your outer reality. So what you constantly think you create. First, I'm saying gratitude for breath, gratitude for having a body to think, at three gratitudes, and I'm saying having an ever-present consciousness on that. We have to start with that very basic, those those steps. And most people forget the most powerful things with breath, you know. I tell people, hold your breath for 10 minutes, I come back and see you, okay? <laughs> they said, 10 minutes? I said, yeah, I'll be back. No, that's it. I said, that's why I want you to catch my point. It's very important. Respect it. And use it in a very healing, harmonizing, in a happy way. Those three H's. Use it like that. Are you harmonizing? Are you healing? Are you happy? Because no one responds for your happiness except for you. You're responsible for your breathing. Who are, are you thinking your thoughts are somebody else's thoughts? Right. You say, you say, wow, three H's, okay? Hmm. So those things, I would say, start with those things and the gratitude. And we start from there. Mm-hmm. Those are two powerful steps. Yeah, gr- gratitude is huge. I can share that just last week, I had a lot of anxiety coming up in the morning and I couldn't. I couldn't hold my presence, so I knew something was happening. So I chose to just completely go in gratitude, and I went and got some of my incense. I don't remember frankincense or something, and I went around my entire house and literally used it like a magic wand of gratitude, being thankful for the light coming through the window, all my photographs, my family, everything. And by the time I was done... I was absolutely in tears and completely present. And that anxiety was completely gone. And, and, and that was just through using gratitude. So that is is a, just a powerful tool in and of itself if you don't know what else to do. And, and sometimes, you know, I can think of times in my life where it w- I was so at rock bottom that I really had to work to find gratitude. Like, you know, I'm grateful. I guess I just have a body today. <laughs> Yes. And so sometimes you have to start where you're at. You might even have to work at it, but eventually you'll be able to add more to it as you keep filling your gratitude tank. I tell people every morning to get up. Personally, I do the same. Get up and write seven things of gratitude you're grateful for. Just write it down. What are you grateful for? You bring it back to being present. It back to breath. It back to what it is with you. You know, and when you you know, gratitude determine your attitude. So you have to be very grateful for every little thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And we take for granted. I use the breath. And I said, you can't take it for granted because you won't be here. So what are you thankful for the divine breath? Are you thankful for this? Oh, what about hearing, seeing, feeling? Oh, I never thought about that. But those simple things are very powerful things. So the simple thing become the most powerful thing. In the, I call it realignment. I call it that, you know. To realign yourself with the divine and everything defined. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying to you. Well, and think about it. You just mentioned the senses. Now, what distinguishes a soul from having a form? It's the gift of those senses, right? Yes. Yeah, without a soul, you know. So 
taking the soul and putting it into form. The gift is you get to feel, you get to touch, you get to smell, you get to taste, you get to see with eyes. I mean, those are at least five good reasons to be grateful. <laughs> and, I, and I tell people, my patients and my students, they say think about this every day because, and also when you have those senses, uh, mental, emotion, physical, all of those things, and you got to balance those do you have the, the desire to balance the old things? It's another level of gratitude. So as I said, the gratitude is attitude because your altitude, they all go together, you know, how high you go. And so you start lower, you're going high either way, but start with gratitude with breath and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. So you have just written a book and <laughs> um, Joyfully Living Your God Self. Can you can you share a little bit about the inspiration around this book and maybe a few key tidbits that will, um, you know, maybe inspire others who are listening? I mean, as I said earlier, um, let's start with the fact that I feel that everyone have a gift. And I feel that most people are not aware of their gift. Mm-hmm. And that gift has been so submerged because of the ego mind that we put here. And that's why I say remembering qualities of your soul. When you start to remember the quality, then you begin to see that the sense of eternity in you, in your soul. And you start, when you identify with that aspect, you can transcend and transform a lot of the challenges that you have in this this physical life right now. Because you have a different perspective. You realize I came down, my soul reincarnated here to remember those qualities. And I need my earthly lessons. And when I look at this as a lesson for me to go through, I can transform them and graduate from them. And those things have meaning. When you graduate, you go to a different level. In the process, that graduation, you got purification, unification, harmonization, because you are individualized to who you are. So that inspired me to get deeper, you know, um, to talk about that in a simple way for people to remember that, to wake up and get up and be part of the oneness. And when you do that, you begin to joyfully of your God self. That's what happened with me in that. But I really, the book came through me, not from me. Mm-hmm. That's when people open that book up. You say, well, how did I know this? I said, I didn't open it. Your ancestors, your angels, your whatever around you, direct you to that page. And I get that from all over people when they open the book up, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's that way it came through me. Actually, leave it like that. You just start opening it up and let it come to you. And that's part of my gift. It's that thing I write it through. I got another one coming up, but that's was the last one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share a couple key, um, couple couple of your favorite parts of the book that you think are? Uh, I think the whole book is special. To answer your question, I think the whole book. But I, I, I just encourage people, if, if they're interested, to look at it any page because we all have a frequency. And when people open up, they find the frequency that match them. I found that to be the most important because I get people from all over the world telling me how I open up to what I need every day. It seems like it's talking to me. I said, okay, that's great because the book talk on that frequency. It's not like you open it the front page, but to the back page. No, open up to where your, your energy, your frequency, your God leads you. And people get big insight and big inspiration from that. So the whole book is like that. And so I, I think the last page is you want to give an affirmation, the last chapter give an affirmation. But, but before you get to that, each, 
I've seen over hundreds of people that open up. How did I open to this page? I, I, you just we just talked about that. You open to that page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, I didn't. I mean, something mm-hmm. open to this page. So I think the whole book is that way, in terms of stimulating you to remember, mm-hmm. stimulating you to continue on your inner light, stimulating you to show your thumbprint, stimulating you to say you know you're worthy, you're deserving. This be the light, this be the sunshine, love, shining, glow, and flow. And uh, it's on that frequency. Anywhere, anywhere, I say. Yeah, it it reminds me, we really need to bring ourselves back to that childlike innocence before the mind got so strong. (laughs) Yes. Just young and you'd pop a book open, you'd go, oh, what's here? You know, it's that delight and surprise. I, I do that with almost everything now. And it's like it's magically at the right spot. But as, as soon as you bring the mind in and you want to determine and figure out and is this right or is this wrong? And then that just messes it up. The magic is really in that childhood innocence of being curious and just trusting, you know, what you're opening or, or what you're hearing or what you're feeling. You know, you can use it, use it everywhere. Totally correct. It's opened up to that innocence, to that oneness. It is a joy to reset back to that. And I teach people when they can relax like that and open their mind up, then the authentic self comes up like a child. It opens up in that. That's what I teach. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so what's what's your favorite affirmation that you have? My favorite, see, favorite. Hmm. Mine is it's just always aspiring to I'm 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 one with the source. I am one with source. I'm one with source. And like realizing that one with source, I'm eternal. Everything. I got everything. It's just me knowing how to open up to that. I'm one with source. And that transcends all humanism to a to a whole different level, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm one with source. And the source energy vibrates through me. And I eagerly show that and send it out. And yet respect the people's boundary to receive it, not receive it, and yet sending them love at the same time. I'm one with source is my favorite one. Yes, that's that's a great one. I'm one with source. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, so is there anything else that you would like to you'd like to share with our listeners or um sharing with the listener today who's here that vibrate with me to the sunshine love. They are powerful. They have the vibration and frequency. They are part of here to purify and transform this galaxy right now. And I encourage them to continue shining. I encourage them to continue appreciating your unique thumbprint. No one has it, you know. Imagine that at the nine, eight billion, whatever minute, eight billion, nine billion, I don't know, you know. It's billions of people. They don't have your thumbprint. I mean, you're special. You got something. Share it. The more you share, the more you get. That's law of energy. Share your love. Share your uniqueness. Share your light. One love, one breath, one energy. Share your thumb, your thumbprint. Be your sunshine, love, because you can neutralize, transform, disintegrate all lower vibrational frequency. There is no sexism, racism, ageism, politicism. That is totally whacked. It's out. <laughs> because when you bend it, the sun just shines. Imagine that. You shining. You being. That's what I want to say to the listeners who are here today. And I'm going to thank them for giving me an opportunity to share with them. 
and I feel them through you, this media here, you know. I feel, I feel this way. <laughs> well, we always have a good chat here at Oneness, so we're all kind of on the, on the oneness, in the oneness energy. And as you're talking about um, the thumbprint and the shine your love, I'm seeing T-shirts. Do you have T-shirts? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I might be saying that very, because I was, the previous speaker told me, Doc, you got a lot, and I got a, I know a young lady can help you. I'm a spontaneous creative. And she said, you need to do that. She, she told me that I'm be with the lady on Friday. This is what you're talking about. Seriously. <laughs> so, and because I can just sit and create anything. I could name it just like this from the heart. I can just tell you what they mean in a very divine way. And that's part of my me as a bit of super creator. I'm very creative. Right. Use divine energy, be it from healing, martial, talking, realignment that's what i do and that's something you know i've been decide to um you have a talent then you have a gift talent is md talent is medical school talent's getting my master's from these school from iit and all those places you go through you get certified qualified by humans <laughs> that's what i'm saying now but give i came i was already i brought here with this to, to me you know and have the courage to say, you know, I'm going to do more of this gift thing now. They say, you're crazy. I said, no, I'm going to do more of the gift stuff. But I, I appreciate becoming the MD. But my gift is like, it's free and it's giving me life. And I feel joy. I don't feel get tired talking about this. I don't get tired being this. My life, some spiritual, mystical experience when I was in Ireland three years ago. I was in Ireland. There was a lot of rocks, bricks, 6,000 years old. And when everybody walked in, they started getting some kind of experience. I had another voice. Step forward, I'm going to lead you. I said, whoa, who's talking to me? Step forward, I'm going to lead you. I said, step forward, I'm going to lead you. And I said, I ducked for that. I did duck. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I've been telling you the truth about that. And I said, oh, maybe I'll run back and be an MD. No, step forward, I'm going to lead you. Step out there, show your sunshine. Be your thumbprint. Be this. And the more I stepped, the more shining. I, mean, I could easily play the MD. I've been the medical doctor a lot of places, but I know I'd be hiding, you know. When my patients tell me, Dr. Hannah, we love you, but the world should know who you are. The patient kicking you out. You say, it's time for you to be a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew I was hiding there. And I said, okay, shine your thumb. Shine your thumb. <laughs> shine it <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, be your thumb. <laughs> So that's what it is, you know, like uh, I'm very pleased with people who are just listening and sharing this with us together. We are creating a vibration frequency that could help transform this planet right now, you know. We need it. The time is moving faster. We're having weird things happening all over the planet. But we have people like us here yes. having, that, having that vibration, the frequency of love and oneness. Because we know what we do affect the whole everybody in the planet. That's what I see. Absolutely. We are all holding the balance, holding the stability. <laughs> so yeah. all of those who have yet to wake up can have their acting out without adverse consequences everywhere. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to do a little shout out to the chat. Um, thank you, everyone. Holy Spirit Home, Gary, Carrie. Um, I'm so great for all of you, Kimberly, 
Glad to have you all here. It has been fabulous. It's so nice to to have an active audience and know that you're all here with us. And um, Dr. Hannah, it has been a pleasure having you on. You I'm, keep shining your sunshine, love. And I and I'm remembering too. Gosh, when I was like in junior high, I think, or maybe fifth grade, I had a gigantic thumbprint t-shirt. The whole t-shirt was just a big thumbprint. <laughs> so you're bringing up these thumbprint memories in me. Yes. So. But I'm loving that. You're right. We Each one of us are unique and, and that needs to be embraced. And um, so thank you for bringing all of that to us and for sharing your gifts and your love with everyone here. It was fabulous having you. Yes. Um, one last thing. If someone interested in that me, follow me, Hannah's Holistic Healing Deck, Hannah's Holistic Healing Deck.com. And I do have your link um, on YouTube. I have your, your website link so you can go below and get that. And in Facebook, I believe it's above the, the image. So you can go up there and you can go on his link and you should be able to find the book and all of that right there, correct? Yes. And also, if you get that, then there's a whole thing about Shine Glow Flow. It's an ebook. Okay. You get that ebook. That is. Um, the latest one to keep coming through me is that ebook, Shangle Flow. And that's on the website. Just go there and you sign up, you can get that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Is, is there anything else you want to um, alert the, the listeners of that any more good stuff? Well, for me, is I'm doing that, that book. Uh, um, remember yourself, you know, it'd be on online, online course coming. Oh, and about, I'm sorry, in about um, four months. Will be an online course, and I'm also looking for a mastermind course coming out on a monthly basis. That's coming up also. Um, just in the works right now, and also those t-shirts I'll tell you about. That's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I have so many already. I got t-shirts, man. Once you put it out there, to me, it's come through so fast. I kind of leave it, Doctor. You know what this is? My professor asked me. Do you know what you just said? No, what I just say? They say, well, you can I use that? One of them is like. Victory is self-determined. One of my uh, victory is self-determined. And I was on the airplane. They said, well, the palace, palace stopped me. He said, well, this is nice. That's one of my things. No one can stop you except you. Victory is self-determined. I have that on the T-shirts, one of my T-shirts, but I have things like that, you know. I have so many things like that. Yeah. When you're open to divine flow, watch out. You're unlimited. It just, you, you the flood comes in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Well, everyone have a fabulous rest of your week. And Dr. Hannah, thank you so much for being here with our Oneness Talk radio audience today and all of those that will be listening via podcast later. So, um, you know, love to everyone. Namaste, everyone. Yes. Thank you. Keep smiling, love into your heart. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.